Hi, I'm Dave Isay, founder of StoryCorps. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Dignity Memorial. Did you know that a prepaid funeral plan is one of the greatest gifts you can give your family? Plan your life celebration in advance to protect your loved ones. For additional information, visit DignityMemorial.com. Jasmine. Jasmine Morris. Michael Garofalo. I remember you. And listeners might remember us, too. We hosted this podcast for many, many years. And we're back with you because this fall, we're celebrating something very special. It's StoryCorps' 20th anniversary, and to mark two decades of StoryCorps, we're going to bring you a special season of the podcast hosted by Jasmine and me. We'll be taking a look back at the early days, into the origin of the project, the launch of our recording booths, and revisiting some classic StoryCorps conversations with updates. It's sort of StoryCorps then and now. And we've both been lucky enough to have been here to witness a lot of it. So we're going to warm up for this special series with a couple of short episodes this week and next. A lot has changed over the years, other than just who hosts this podcast. But one of the places you can really see that is in our Military Voices initiative, where we've been recording stories of service members and their families. Yeah, back when we started the Military Voices initiative in 2012, there were still a lot of troops on the ground in Iraq and Afghanistan. And most of the people we talked to back then were veterans of those conflicts. And that includes Specialist Justin Clyburn. His story was the very first in our Military Voices series that we aired on NPR. He deployed to Iraq in 2005 with the Oklahoma Army National Guard. His job was to train the Iraqi police in Baghdad. Justin came to StoryCorps with his wife, Deanne, to remember a young Iraqi boy named Ali. One day, we saw this child walking through the compound. His name was Ali, and he did not want to talk to us. As opposed to a lot of the other Iraqi kids that you encountered? Yes, he was very shy. And the second or third time that I met him, he brought his best friend, Ahmed. And Ahmed was much more outgoing. And so Ali really opened up. And once I met these children, it made every day something I looked forward to. We would play rock, paper, scissors. We would kick around a soccer ball. We were about as close as people that don't speak the same language can be. I had never been really good with children And this was the first time I felt like I loved someone who wasn't my family member. But one day, Ali showed up, and I could tell something wasn't right. He kept saying, Ahmed, Ahmed, boom. We learned that Ahmed and his mother went to the gas station, and a suicide bomber detonated. Ahmed's mother is dead. She died instantly. And Ahmed is in a hospital somewhere. And so other soldiers and I collected what cash we had and gave it to Ali and said, go take this to Ahmed's father. But later, I saw Ali walking up very slow, and uh, he sat down on the curb next to my Humvee. He dug a hole in the ground with his fingers. He picked up a rock and put it in the hole, and then he put the dirt back over it, and he just pointed to the ground and said, Ahmed. And I knew that Ahmed was dead. And so I sat on the curb with him, me and Desert Camouflage, carrying an M4 rifle. And him, just a North Baghdad kid, just sat there and cried. 
I don't know what came of him. That's the nature of war, I suppose. But whenever I see any footage from Baghdad, I'm always kind of looking around, wondering if he's in the frame. That was Justin Clyburn with his wife, Deanne Clyburn, in 2012. So, Jasmine, do we know what Justin's doing now? Yeah, he went on to get a law degree, and he now does legal work for school districts in Oklahoma. And as many listeners probably know, we animate some of our stories. They run on public television, we post them online, social media. And so Justin let us know that after we posted his story, a viewer actually commented and said they live in Baghdad, and they wanted to help him maybe find Ali. But, you know, Ali's name is a pretty common one, so they've had no success. But Justin still holds out hope. Thanks, Jasmine. As you said at the beginning, this story was the first ever broadcast from our Military Voices series on NPR. And next week, we'll share our most recent story from that collection. Justin's story was produced by Yasmina Guerta and edited by me. Our associate producer is Max Young-Rice. Our technical director is Jarrett Floyd. Our executive producer is none other than Michael Garofalo. Special thanks to Daniel Littlewood and Eleanor Vasili. Record your own StoryCorps conversation at one of our Story Booths with our app or remotely. Find out how at StoryCorps.org. I'm Michael Garofalo. And I'm Jasmine Morris. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. Support for this podcast comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, a private corporation funded by the American people.